This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The clock is ticking in the Senate on a three-bill funding package, including legislation to fund the Department of Agriculture. Amendments are trickling in on the package, including one from Senate Ag Chair Debbie Stabenow to bolster urban agriculture funding and a checkoff-focused measure from Utah Republican Mike Lee. John Hoven of North Dakota is the top Republican on the Senate Ag Appropriations Subcommittee. He took to the floor this afternoon and spoke about the importance of the amendment process and the effort to pass the amended bill. We think that this bill, as I say, coming through the committee unanimously, is a, a solid piece of work. Uh, we're ready for an open amendment process and uh, certainly welcome uh, ideas from the entire body. Uh, and uh, again, I want to emphasize the importance of getting back to regular order. This gives us an opportunity to do that. It's the first time in many years Sanders have considered appropriations measures rather than a broad omnibus funding package on the Senate floor. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for the latest. The next farm bill is in the works, and there are a handful of provisions picking up steam. AgriPulse's Hannah Pegel takes a look at one such priority. Supporting ag innovation is gaining momentum as talks of passing a farm bill continue forward. House Ag Committee Chairman Glenn Thompson spoke on an AgriPulse webinar today and says he's working on the next farm bill, even though the politics of Capitol Hill will most likely delay the effort. We're keeping an eye on the appropriations process, namely looking at what amendments will be filed and and how we might be able to uh, interpret those uh, member priorities as we draft the farm bill. Uh, We are still listening, but we are obviously starting to legislate uh, with the farm bill. We've uh, you know, the committee's been putting pen to paper, and, 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 and we will be prepared to advance the farm bill legislation through the committee and to the House floor once leadership provides us that, that commitment for that floor time that is, uh, uh, that, that really starts the sequence and we'll work backwards from there. Specialty crop producers are pushing for automation research funding in the next farm bill. Thompson says breakthroughs like that could help solve workforce problems. Workforce crisis in agriculture results in food insecurity. Um, so whether we're talking robotic milkers, uh, when it comes to dairy, uh, whether we're talking mechanization of, uh, um, uh, for different specialty crops, uh, precision agriculture, uh, those, those are all areas that I, I think that uh, uh, obviously, we want to promote within this farm bill when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, innovation. Thompson spoke alongside other ag industry leaders to discuss the role of federal policies in unlocking new ag technology. Head to agripulse.com to watch today's webinar if you missed out on the discussion. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel. Finally today, agribusiness and government leaders gathered in Washington to discuss the potential carbon markets have for agriculture, including the livestock sector. Jeff Simmons is the president and CEO of Elanco Animal Health. He says there's interest in all forms of emission reduction for livestock. I've never seen a convergence of more innovation from innovators all over the world to go after enteric methane. Enteric methane could be a $2 billion industry in our 35 billion dollar industry of animal health of how do we reduce how do we inhibit and how do we make it profitable for farmers when it comes to turning that interest into profitable carbon credits for producers 
Darren Montiero with California Dairies says standardized understanding will be critical. That research has got to be abundant. It's got to be accepted by everyone, the entire supply chain. It's got to be accepted by you know, the companies like Nestle that are looking to buy that credit. It's got to be accepted and viable from the farmer perspective. Simmons says he believes livestock carbon markets are months, not years, away. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. U.S. agriculture contributes just 10% to overall greenhouse gas emissions, a lot less than other industries. Agriculture also plays an active role in enhancing wildlife and absorbing carbon. Learn more at fb.org sustainability. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.